what is crowding out and why it matters to you. Uh, the Federal Reserve's balance sheet reached an all-time high in May of 2022. Since then, it was supposed to drop at a steady pace and then shed trillions of dollars to go back to what we call uh, normalization of policy. The reality is that the normalization of that policy was built on the idea of a soft landing of the economy. All of that support generated throughout the years would be unwound with no significant impact, just a little bit here and there. However, the Fed may be killing the private sector to save the government. And let me explain to you why. Let's start with one thing. Curbing inflation requires a significant reduction in the money supply and aggregate demand. However, if government deficit spending is left untouched, the entire burden of normalizing monetary policy will fall on families and businesses, on the productive sector. The current situation is the worst possible. The Fed's balance sheet is not falling as fast as it should. Government spending has not even been scratched. But the money supply is falling at the fastest pace since the 1930s. And rate hikes are hurting the productive economy. It is more expensive to borrow, to conduct a business, to make investments, to buy a home. The productive economy is taking the entire burden of policy normalization. The government seems unaware of the need to reduce its bloated budget. Think about this. In the best case scenario of estimates of the Congressional Budget Service, by 2030 and 2032, the deficit of the US government will continue to be above a trillion dollars despite all of the nonsense about budget cuts and everything else. The most important thing to understand is that when the Federal Reserve talks about the idea of a soft landing, is that there are a number of things that we should be concerned about. Let's start by analyzing why the economy is not in recession. GDP is fundamentally government spending plus private consumption plus investment plus exports minus imports. If government spending continues to be bloated and financed with debt and imports of commodities are lower, which is obviously helping the external uh, sector part of GDP, if those two things happen, GDP doesn't fall into a recession. However, consumption is well below estimates and driven by a worrying new record in credit card debt. So if we think about this, GDP is not really strengthening. Most of the improvement in GDP comes from much higher debt, and it's also happening at much higher costs. 
More important, gross private domestic investment is falling dramatically. So when they say that we are not in a recession, in reality, what they're saying is that GDP is being artificially bloated and doesn't look like there is a recession, but families and businesses do see a recession. There is a robust evidence of a negative trend in the real productive economy. Rising federal spending, more bureaucracy, higher taxes and weaker activity in the productive economy is something that is not a good combination for the future. Because what drives growth and jobs is not government spending, is productive investment and real economic return uh, activity created by the private sector. Government does not create wealth. Government consumes it. Rate hikes have two direct negative effects on the economy. If the government does not reduce its deficit spending spree, this means higher taxes and a massive crowding out of available credit. This is very important. Rate hikes are directly impacting families and businesses at a much higher cost than what government borrows. Government borrows at a relatively low cost. Therefore, it is A, the first to receive credit, B, at a cheaper cost, C, the higher cost and the lower availability of credit goes to families and businesses. More importantly, higher deficit spending means higher taxes, higher budget cuts, and lower growth, lower productivity growth, and lower jobs in the future. Deficits are not a tool for growth. Deficits are a tool for cronyism. The government deficit is always going to be financed, even if it is at higher rates. But this also means less credit for families and businesses. The crowding out effect of the public sector over the productive economy means lower productivity growth, weaker investment, declining real wages as the government keeps inflating above target by spending additional units of newly created currency. But the productive sector finds it harder and more expensive to find credit. Additionally, the government borrows at a much lower cost than even the most efficient and profitable business, which creates an unfair competitive advantage. It's not only quicker access to credit, but also cheaper. To talk about the government as the lowest risk asset is, to be fairly honest, a joke. There are thousands of businesses. There are much less risky than governments and their massively bloated government spending and deficits. It is impossible to achieve a soft landing for the economy when the Federal Reserve ignores the signals of the banking system and the real economy. To start with, the banking system problems have been disguised by massive liquidity injections, which is inflationary if it drives uh, money supply growth with money velocity. So even worse, that massive liquidity injection may perpetuate core inflation 
that liquidity injection at the same time, if it's only used to cover the capital losses and the balance uh, sheet losses of banks, it does not go to more credit for families and for businesses. The first pillar of a true soft landing must be to preserve the real disposable income of workers and the job creation and investment investment capabilities of businesses. However, when the government continues to increase spending, there is no signal of the mildest budgetary control and the entire landing comes from the private sector what we get is upside down economics and with it a uh, the recipe for either massive stagnation a huge recession or even worse stagflation the federal reserve has stopped paying attention to monetary aggregates just as money supply is contracting at an almost historic pace even worse The money supply is contracting, but federal deficit spending is untouched and actually rising in some countries, and the debt ceiling was raised again. The money supply is collapsing due to the inevitable credit crunch and the difficulties faced by consumers and businesses. So it is impossible to grow with rising taxes, persistent core inflation, which are which is a tax in itself, and carrying the entire burden of normalization of monetary policy on families. Fighting inflation without cutting government spending is like reducing weight without eliminating fattening foods. It will fail, and then they will blame it on markets. But this has nothing to do with markets or with capitalism. This is pure and simple statism. Thank you for watching this video. Please subscribe to my channel, like my videos, leave your comments below and keep defending freedom. Thank you very much.